Happy Monday, everyone. What a beautiful day to be alive. Today, I want to talk about five things everyone should know about exercise. A few weeks back, I've made this video series on my Instagram page, and today I wanted to dissect it, starting with the first episode, first video. I will tell you what that is in a moment. Um, first, just to preface it, we all go through our own experience when we exercise and obviously we create impressions about physical activity based on our own experiences so my hope is that you can at least consider some of the tips and some of the thoughts about these concepts and if you're able to apply it to your own workouts and to your own exercise regimen then it's wonderful and if not no harm no foul so five things everyone should know about exercise in my subjective opinion of course are enjoyment sustainability goals work and progress so today I want to dive deeper into the first concept which is enjoyment and I think in order to have a decent conversation about it we need to ask ourselves a question what is exercise and so when I think about this in my mind exercise is a movement plain and simple It doesn't have to be a particular type of movement. It can be a variety of different types of movement. And so with that, the next question is, what activities or movement do you like? Do you like dancing? Do you like hiking? Do you like playing sports? Do you like water? Are you into swimming? What about running? Do you like biking? Rock climbing? Even gardening will do. It's actually a pretty good workout. How about playing with your dog? Or house cleaning? conventional exercises all of these options would be considered movement would be considered a form of exercise and so the question becomes what do you like to do now notice that I did not talk about conventional exercises until the very end of this list intentionally I put it on the bottom of that list because there are so many options why do we reserve to conventional form of exercise as means to move and as means to stay in shape well perhaps this is what 
socially accepted nowadays. Perhaps it's convenient because we can simply go to a fitness facility of some sort, a gym, and then we can get our workout in. Perhaps it's effective. If you jump on the treadmill or if you lift the weights, you can get a quick workout, get in and get out. I understand all those things, and I'm not here to argue those things. Certainly, all these points have validity. But with that being said, there are so many options out there that underutilized. I hope that you answer yes to some of the questions that I was asking just now. And if you did, you have tons and tons of different options to choose from for your exercise needs. Now, just before we proceed, let's let's stay here for a moment because some of you may be thinking, well, how can how can dancing be effective exercise? Well, have you ever taken a hip hop class or Zumba class for 45 minutes or one hour? I actually used to teach one. So I'm not talking about it just theoretically. I'm speaking from experience and I can tell you that I used to burn between 700 to 800 calories in 60 minute class. Zumba class, that is. And let me tell you, 700 to 800 calories in one hour is a very significant workout. I definitely felt it and I did not need anything else that particular day. My body exerted. I felt like I had a great workout hiking let's let's shift gears to hiking if you're going to hike for two or three hours depending on the terrain you might feel the same exact effect you might burn a bunch of calories and you will get an incredible workout especially if you're carrying something on your back right or depending on the pace that you will choose to employ So what I'm getting at is that all these different activities are not just fun. They're actually very effective workouts. They really are. Another thing that I really, really like about doing different activities and different type of movements, a few different things, a few reasons for it. So one of them is incentive. So incentive is something that you focus on while you engage in this activity or sport. So for instance, playing frisbee. The incentive in this particular activity is to throw frisbee and to catch frisbee. So while you in that process, you're not really focused on running. You don't think how difficult it is to run. 
you think about how to catch frisbee and how to throw it. This is what you focus on. Same thing with tennis. When you play tennis, your goal is to get that ball with your racket by hitting the ball over the net. And that's the focus. Now you're going to get tired, right? You're going to get an incredible workout. But you're not feeling it the same way because you you are immersed in hitting the ball. So that's number one. Number two, self-expression. When you play in sports, it's not just about exercise. You also express yourself. For instance, if you play basketball and you make a basket a certain way, this is showcases who you are. This is showcases your personal style. That showcases your flair. And so this is fun. This is so much fun because it gives you an opportunity to be, an, so to speak, an artist. You create something. You create something unique. You create something that only you can create in that particular moment. And so even with running, you still self-express. Maybe not to the same extent as playing sports, but you move in your body in your own unique way. And so therefore you're expressing yourself. But I think it becomes more apparent in sports and in activities that a little bit more versatile in nature. So rock climbing, for example, you can choose a lot of different routes to get to the top, right? And therefore, you're going to have a lot more opportunities for that variation. And then the third thing is achievement. Achievement is also important because you you know using rock climbing as an example when you get to the top you feel achievement you feel like you've done something of of significance and that's important when you score a goal in soccer match you feel a sense of achievement because you contributed to the team and that feels awesome. Same thing with Frisbee. When you scored in the ultimate Frisbee game or when you made an incredible throw, you helped out the team. You had, you created a small piece of achievement. And so all these things to me, they kind of fit into a bigger picture, if you will. They create a sense of fulfillment. So now it's not just about a particular activity, it's about what you actually was able to do with this particular activity. So after, I can tell you using my own example, after playing soccer in high school and winning a game, for example, I felt a sense of fulfillment. I felt like I did something cool. I did something 
that matter to me. And so it it drives motivation to repeat the activity versus just simply pushing yourself to do a random physical activity that does not mean anything to you, right? That's why it is important to really find something that you resonate with. And so remember that when you play, you do a combination of conventional exercises and agility, quickness, and total body training. Using playing with dog as an example, think about all the movements that go into playing with the dog. If you have to just run around the yard, take few side steps, try to juke a dog, try to catch a dog, and so on and so forth. Think about a combination of movement that you're actually doing in that particular moment. This could be far more effective workout as opposed to just running on the treadmill. And what I mean by that is moving in multiple planes of motion, controlling your body in space, doing functional training more or less where many different muscle groups are going to work together in unison. So these are some of the benefits that you're not necessarily going to be able to get just by running on the treadmill. And of course I'm using running on the treadmill as an example. There's nothing wrong with running on the treadmill. But if you have a dog or have a pet or have a child that you can play with, or you have a friend that is playful and you can play some games. This could be a great option. That's all I'm saying. And so the next question is, or that's not really a question, it's more of a statement. If you can't find enjoyment in physical activity, find curiosity. What do you want to learn? Do you want to learn how to throw a frisbee? Because this will challenge you in a completely different way. Throwing a frisbee is a skill. In order to execute a throw, you need to master or at least be proficient in a specific movement pattern. This will stimulate your cognitive abilities, not just your physical abilities. In order to throw correctly and catch correctly, you're going to have to adjust your entire body including your hands, arms, core movement, leg movement, positioning of your body, reaction time, and so on and so forth, to the disc. So in this particular example, you're actually pushing yourself to develop a new skill. 
And so I ask again, what do you like to do? What movement do you enjoy? If you clean a house for half an hour or 45 minutes, this could be a wonderful workout. If you're doing gardening, this could be a very challenging movement. If you're dancing, it could be truly enjoyable and effective activity. Find something that you enjoy and be fit for the rest of your life.